a warning to all those that would seek the heart. Those that choose to adventure with us may encounter mentions of animal experimentation. If you are prepared, then we invite you to join us as we delve through the city beneath. Welcome to Echoes of the Undersea. Hello everyone and welcome back to Echoes of the Undercity. It's episode 2! We did it! I am still your game master, Rio. My pronouns are she, her. And with me are my players. Hi, my name is Martina. My pronouns are she, her. And I play the Alfie Cleaver, Frost on Silver Mirror. Hello, I am Dylan. My pronouns are he, him. I play the Alfie Amber of Sun, unknown class. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. Why he hasn't figured it out yet. Oh. <laughs> he's, an un- he's an unknown from Pokemon. <laughs> Those are the best Pokemon. He gives me, he gives me pre-bard vibes. But whatever. Oh, too bad on. there are no bards in the heart. Yeah, fix yeah. that. <laughs> My name is Jenna. Pronouns she/her, and I'm playing the penitent heretic. Autumn's voice falters. I'm Joe. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm playing the human junk mage, Reed. Mr. Cargo Pants himself. <laughs> <laughs> Last time, these four shuckleheads were out camping in the forest uh, when they heard a bunch of screams and they ran in to save some scientists from being killed by trees. And now they're on their way to said scientists' uh, home haven. Yeah, that's that's where we, we'll jump back into that. Let's go! Objects on principle at being called a chucklehead. Well, that's <laughs> you can't do anything about that because I said that and I'm not in the game world. Wow. Yeah, I just wanted you to know. That's your problem. not yet. The it's going to be revealed that the final boss is just Rio. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. So, uh, you're on a delve right now. You're still being led, so it's not gonna be like a very tough delve. At least it might be if you would like walk to somewhere you've never been before and have no guide, but since you have these two guides, it's slightly easier, but things can still go wrong. So you're walking along the forest path, and Torbjörn is still babbling on about different flora he sees as they pass by them, and Frederick is being annoyed by how babbly Torbjörn is. In, oh. um, as as a Torbjörn Tor- Tor- is uh, talking about all the things that we're walking past mm-hmm. and talking about it i want to like um i want to like keep like write down sort of kind of directions maybe of like where to find these things to, okay like, come back and like maybe picking up like cutting like uh roots of things i see not roots but like leaves or just shit that interests yeah. me and just putting them in my pockets as i go and like writing down a lot of things that i see descriptions and like Anything, yeah, just a lot of things, because Reed doesn't have a great memory, so she has to write down everything. Yeah. So while the six of you are walking, I would like someone to make a delve check, please. Delve plus wild, to be specific, because... I have uh, none of those. I have uh, wild and delve. I have both of those. Well, then go ahead. Yeah, do it. But, like, should we do it narratively? Like, oh, would Reed be the one? Well, well I, I would say front? if you are, like, probably up in the you're front. You're probably like, doing the most. You're, yeah. you're, you're probably up in the front with, with Torbjörn talking about, like, all, all sorts of, like, cool flora and fauna and, like, going f- further ahead to uh, nice to, to harvest, like, branches and twigs and stuff. All right. I'm just going to roll now. Hell yeah. Aw, Nice. That's a three and a ten. Ooh. Hell Wait, yeah. no, nope. That's a three and a one. Oh, oh. The, the ten oh. was on a percentile dice. Did you, Wait, did you roll three or just two? Oh, I forgot a third one. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow, we we read those rules in the last episode for nothing. Yep. It's yeah. like you don't even listen. That's a nine. Hey. Okay. Yay. Okay, so you don't die. <laughs> one of the three was really rough. I know. Do you have any delve equipment? No, I do not. 
Okay, so then you just roll a d4, and that's how much stress you will inflict on the delve, and how much closer you will be to actually reaching uh, the Great Hall. That's a two. Okay, so you continue forward in relative... Like, it's relatively calm out here, and that's when... Uh... I thought we were going to say, and that's where we end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good episode, guys. Time to do two for a recording session. They can be ten minutes long. So thanks everyone for listening. Our oh ad is Echoes ATU. No, stop, 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 stop. I will lose track of me. I'm sorry, Ken. Sorry. And that's when. Go ahead. I need to. Okay. <clears throat> I forgot what I was where i was Jeez. i have lost how how rude of all of you shame on <laughs> all of you no it's fine i just lose track of me all the time anyway i don't think this was anyway you succeed on the check and you're walking forward forward through the forest in relative calm frederick uh like mutters something about uh, like them at least being close to home so he doesn't have to listen to more of these ramblings which have been amplified by Torvirm having more people to ramble to uh, about things that Frederick already, would already know while on your way yeah. Autumn I, yes that's me you notice a gleam oh what do you do can you describe the gleam or is it just like a flash of white light think like this you're all walking along this like downtrodden forest path and to the side a bit like a f- couple of meters 10 meters or however many feet that is 30-ish 30-ish feet uh you notice like this like a little flash in the underbrush okay uh, i i would pretty much immediately signal for everybody to slow down or or stop completely mm-hmm. um worried that something's like trying to track us and kill us yeah because the typically things that uh that gleam at least in autumn's and autumn's knowledge would mostly just be weapons or knocked right. arrows you know so. Okay, Torberm will also look back at this and be like, "Oh, what's, what's the matter?" There's something in the woods. Oh, what did you see? Did, are you sensing something, or did you see something? I, I saw a little gleam or glimmer. I'm going to check it out. Wait, which direction? You shouldn't go alone. About how far away is it? Like thirty Actually, feet. Why is Reed being so fucking thoughtful? <laughs> this is not me. This is not Earth. Yeah, about thirty feet. So it's not like it's fairly close, but not like right by the road. Okay. So I'll just say if if anybody wants to follow me in, that's fine. I'm just going to make sure we're safe. Mm-hmm. Silver draws this bow, I think, but doesn't doesn't move to go. Amber is definitely not going. I'm not going in there, no. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm still writing things down. I have more important things to do. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sure you do. Sorry, Autumn. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, Reed. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, oh, I, <laughs> I wish I could go in, but I just, I can't. I've mm. seen your notes. You don't want to dirty your cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> that are literally filled with dirt. No, they're filled with peanuts. Didn't you listen to the last episode? Dirt, mushrooms, and peanuts. Yeah. So, you leave the path for a bit. Yeah, just just a little bit. In this grass, you find a discarded knife. Hmm. It looks like it. it's not a tool for killing. It's a tool for harvesting uh, and like dissecting vegetable matter. Like, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't do much harm against, like, you know, you couldn't cut through a tree with this, and it looks like it wouldn't be good at cutting off branches, but softer substances you could probably, like, dissect and look into more. A cheese knife. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yes! The blade is pretty short, with a bone handle. Interesting. That's a metal cheese knife. (laughs) (laughs) Is is there any, any sign of, like, Maybe someone who have, who have dropped it, like a body or or any no. like, tracks or anything in the area. Is there a <laughs> dead body next to it? <laughs> there are more stuff to loot. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no dead bodies anywhere near here. There are a few mushrooms growing, but th- those are kind of everywhere. Right. Yeah. Around. I, I figure at this point it like wouldn't be surprising that there's mushrooms. Yes. Growing. And like, 
not the pommel, but you know, like the back of the handle that's not a bladed edge. Uh, you, yeah. s- you see a pair of initials. What are the initials? Well, no, it's just one letter. It's S. Oh, S. Interesting. I carefully pick up the knife and hold on to it and try to uh, keep it in my mind to, to be on the lookout for somebody who may have lost it. This knife counts as a D4 uh, haven resource. Oh. Should you want to trade it for something. Or in case uh, Silver wants to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> Making me a person who can get domains for my eating things is a mistake. No, this is no, great. The only mechanic that matters, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that and insect summoning. Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sword swallower. You're just one of those magicians that, like, pretends to eat a sword, except you're actually Yeah, I, I just eat it. Yeah. With my silver teeth. <laughs> God. Anyway. That's about it, and the delve continues Okay, in... so now we roll again, right? Yes, someone else Yeah. make a delve check. So here's the thing. I don't have any of the domains that I need. Same. Uh, but I do have insects, so if I manage to do it with 1d10, we can roll a d8. Oh. So it's like a... It's a ga- it's gambling. <laughs> do we want to risk, risk yes. it? High risk, high reward. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Okay, we're doing it. I mean, I don't think I would be navigating the delve, and I have proficiency in wild and i think i'm the only other yeah, one so I, I think if anyone's gonna be navigating it would be silver yeah. yes agreed and then autumn in the second place me last definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we're gonna do pray for the this dice you <laughs> only get one let's go Roll high. that's a three uh, <laughs> so, that's not uh, that's not it okay <laughs> here we go let's i go. am rolling okay so we should have established the stakes. Before yes, now. the stakes yeah. are you taking fortune fall, uh, fortune stress. Oh, cool. Uh, of which you take one. Oh, cool. I don't take any then. Oh. Yeah, because you have the protection thing. So yes. it sucks that I have no protections. How did that happen? You get a cho- you gotta choose them like when you build your character, unless yeah. you have special thing like me. I have a an ability that gives me one protection in everything as long as I'm on the first floor of the heart. Wait, how do I choose the protections? I didn't read that uh, part. Like you, there's like abilities that are like you get a protection in this and this. Yeah. Right, minor So they're abilities. all abilities, and you choose them. If you choose abilities that give you protections, then you get protections. Okay, so I do. Yeah. I don't. I just don't have. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Have to. Which is very in character for Reed, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's weird that I end up with no protections. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, silver. You, like you walk forward, forward to lead, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and Torvir immediately starts a squabble with you about who should lead this because oh. you don't know the way, and it's really distracting. And everyone kind of like just <laughs> stands around for a bit and like waits for the squabble to move over before. Uh, I love Torvir. Yeah, Torvir is good. What if I like um. I pretend to know the directions, but only because I thought I saw something interesting in the direction. I was like, I want to look at that. But if I tell them that I just want to look at a mushroom, they won't come with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's also excellent. I think what happens is, because Silver is like, okay, I may not know the way, but like, you're talking about mushrooms. You're not looking at the road. So I think I still have a better track record (laughs) than you do. And then I don't know. You the mushroom three. man is like I can talk mushrooms and lead. Yeah, exactly. and that goes I, on for a bit. Yeah, but apart from that, you like since you don't take any stress, like there's nothing really came from it. You kind of just okay. wasted a bit of time. Cool. Good. Perfect. Um, I can give it a go, but I still only have one, uh, att- one die to attempt this. Right. Sure. Why not? I just want to give everybody a turn. <laughs> All right, let's let's give it a shot. Here we go. I want to do better. Hey, that's a ten. Yay! Hell yeah! Yes. Oh okay. my god, so peaked there. Oops. Oh my god. <laughs> Oops. That's fine. So with with a ten, your outgoing stress die increases by one step. So from a d4 to a d6. Nice. Nice. Let's let's, let's roll. Oh. Ah, four. Hey. Nice. Smack my. So how 
like what is what is it that you do to help lead the everyone to the great hall i feel like i i kind of just like resolve the issue we had of everybody like bickering about who should lead and then i just like firmly make the stance that Torworm should just lead us okay and and, <laughs> and, and establish leader leadership and uh, also knows where he's going Torbum is very pleased. That's, that's definitely accurate that Autumn would resolve the conflict, though, and be like, shut up! <laughs> yep. Yeah. Silver just sulks at the back of the group for the entirety of the of the, of the delve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing you have noticed going closer and closer to the Great Hall is that the trees just keep getting larger and larger, and they get really tall. Yes. And now that you're here, like... You have passed the same tree for like a kilometer. Whoa! Whoa. What the hell? I love that. Wait, oh. are they? Do they get? Do, do, do they get proportionately higher as they are wide? Yes. Yes. Oh. I this love this. This is scary. This. this is triggering my phobia. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, I did not expect my phobia to be in this. No, I should have actually. Uh, <laughs> so, eventually, you see a light and there's this huge huge building the door is like way taller than uh most houses you have seen in your life and torworm is like well here we are let's go to the our entrance that we have made because we haven't been able to open this door (laughs) (laughs) fair enough i love it is there a uh, tiny door in the big door? Yes. Yay! <laughs> you enter this really, really big like entranceway. Like the building just swells up all around you. There's like this was made for something of a way greater size than any of you, but it doesn't seem to live here anymore. So it's just all this empty space has been converted into nature studying areas. Like, there's some overgrown flowers that have just sprouted really big, and there's, um, like, a few trees that are not quite as big as the ones that you saw outside. There are also some, like, flora that of your proportions that seems to be, like, things people have brought in and planted here. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. To see how this has, will affect them. The people, like... Torworm uh, continues leading you and like points out a few areas of interest. And basically, what they have done is uh, like built these huge staircases going up, and then carved out rooms inside the walls of this building. You know, kind of like mice do in cartoons, where they just have a hole in the wall that they go into. Mm-hmm. And that's basi- yeah. basically how everyone lives here. That's great. <laughs> that's so wonderful. no privacy. Cool. We're Got mice it. in a giant's home. Got it. Well, uh, there like there are actual rooms inside the holes, uh, but like that's basically how the entrances look. I hope they at least have like some, at least some of them have like curtains over the. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, but yes, this is the aptly named Great Hall. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, when I walk in, probably Reed's first thing that uh, uh, grabs her attention is gonna be the flora, so I'm just gonna walk up and just. I'm just gonna be very quintess- quintessentially read and walk up to the floor and like look at it and like examine <laughs> it and uh... so so we just walk in and you immediately make a beeline for the plants. Well, I'm gonna be little... yeah yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So you dash towards the plants. What's everyone else doing? Looking around. I mean, it's a pretty big place. Yeah. Does anybody have any like fallout? Because I I have a way to clear blood and mind fallout. No, the only one who got a foul out last episode was me, and that was an immediate... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Quick question. <laughs> Why have we come here again? To rest. Yes, Torworm and Frederick wanted to give you gratitude for uh, saving their lives, so they've taken you here so that you can basically rest and recuperate before, you know, doing what you want to do. Right. Okay. I'm going to walk up to one of them, Torworm or the other one, whoever is closest to me. That's where you to decide. Um, who do I walk up to? Torworm. I'm just gonna say, um, this is really fascinating. Looking around, um, h- how did you find this place? It, it looks as though, uh, I mean, clearly you haven't been living here, and it's just 
how long ago did you find this place and who do you think lived here before and when did they leave? this is what do you do here uh we uh do uh research on the plants there's some uh, people doing research on the animals too it's it's we found this place mostly by luck but we decided that since there's so much empty area we could use it as a research facility and not have to worry about building that much we could just carve out things as needed so what have you discovered so far in your research oh many things about do you have papers i could read as as he's like trying to explain you see a drow woman uh, she's wearing a gray robe and a pair of glasses that are like you know with those chains so that we can hang um mm-hmm. like from her neck yeah and she's marching up towards the six of you with a stern look in her face. She's pretty short, uh, and just she like my height. How tall are you? Short. Okay. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> yeah, then yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, she's. I think she's probably shorter than all of you. Okay. Like your cool. characters. Okay. And drows uh, are supposed to be tall, so she's, like, really short for a drow, huh? Yes. And she's gonna be like, Torvirm, I see you have returned. With who, exactly? Hi, I'm I'm Reed. I am really interested in all the plant research you do here. I'm actually interested in the same stuff. I mean, I can, I can, we can share research if you want. It I am Amber of Sun. It's wonderful to meet you. I will cut Reed off right there. What's your name? Drana, and this oaf here, and she points at Torvirm, has been using up so much of our resources and going on these wild expeditions that lead to nowhere, and like, she sees that him and Frederick have been hurt, and now I need to treat him. Ooh, they're in trouble. Ooh. <laughs> and Torvirm was like, um, yes, this is uh, one of our uh, healers. Um, I have two blood stress too, so like if you don't <laughs> <laughs> I would know if you be... need any help. I'd be more than happy to offer. Oh, oh, yeah, uh sure. Sure, thanks, Anna. Did, did you say that to Drana? Uh, that was or... that was to Drana, yeah. Okay. Oh, right. She's gonna look We're at, all you, ignoring look at you, you and be like Oh Fuck. So there's someone <laughs> sensible around here. What's your name? Me my name is Autumn. Nice to meet you. Well then, Autumn, do you uh, have any experience treating... Uh... I, I have been taught basic healing, uh, mending wounds, things like that. Good, good. That's probably about what we need. Well, get going then. Well, that's something I need too. I mean, I heard that you can treat wounds and uh, I, I, I'm a bit hurt myself. So if you don't, if it's something you have that you give that you that you do to guests i mean i wouldn't mind it's not yeah sure we should not be a strain on their hospitality if you want to pay us you can (laughs) 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 yes i will give you my um tree eye give them the burnt mushrooms oh Oh, great and if you don't have any money then We'll figure it out somehow. Also, is there is there a place nearby where I can purchase supplies? I I, I believe our, our journey is not at an end just yet. And what is it that you're that you would want? Perhaps some first aid. I I I found this this knife in the woods, and maybe that could be a good barter. Hmm. Go see Rose Flint. She works in the fields. Thank you. I will. So. What kind of things have you discovered in your research? Do you have any papers I could look at to see what you're finding? Yes. Torvirmis, our lead researcher. Oh, I see. (laughs) One of them, anyway. And he's the one that's authorized to show you these things. So you'll have to ask him. Anyway, if you have wounds that need treated, then we'll go see to that now, if you don't mind. Thank you, Drana. Thank you. 
You're welcome. What does Silver do? Uh, Silver's just kind of standing, watching this. My, I have a question for Autumn, actually. What does Autumn do? Like, does Autumn go with the people going to get their wounds treated? No, my my wounds are basically, like, tame. Okay. I don't feel like I'm, you know, spending the money. So I'm going to go see Rosalind. Okay, but you're leaving. Yes. Uh, Silver's going to... Either, if you're in Armstreet, he's just going to grab onto your arm. Otherwise, he's going to like call to you when, as you turn to leave. Sure. And basically just say, uh, when you're done with your errand, come find me. We need to talk. Oh, um, of course. He looks grumpier than usual. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> it is. It's like, okay, you've gone from, like, tired college student to, like, I accidentally dropped coffee all over myself. That's, like, the ratio we're at right now. And I'm educating he looks pretty goddamn mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, who wants to do their scene first? Well, I was gonna get my wounds treated, but I also really, I want, really want to talk to Torworm, so... Well, what does Reed think can wait, is the real question. Okay. How <laughs> urgent so does Reed think if, his, if her wounds If it helps... Are? Torworm is also going to get treated. Okay. True. Oh, right. Okay. You can tox mushrooms while your wounds are stitched together. <laughs> yeah, like, you're going to the same place, so you can... You could also talk on the way there, if you would rather do that. Yeah, I'll, can... uh, yeah I'll start, get started immediately. Okay. I forgot if I'd said this to Torworm earlier, or who, but um, I'm gonna say again. So, what about uh, sharing about your research? Because I'm... As I said before, I'm just really interested. <laughs> Please, like, I'll listen to everything you have. Yes, yes, of course. We, uh, I have, um, lodgings. We can go look at them after we've been stitched up. <gasps> that sounds like a plan. That's so wrong. I mean, can you tell me some stuff right now? Like, the most intriguing, the most interesting things? Like, have you found anything, like, groundbreaking well, we have, or... We have been studying the recent fungal infections that have popped up around these woods i think you you know the ones that oh yes, yes we noticed. i think i saw one on a badger yes they tend to go for smaller animals and trees that's why we were in that grove where you uh so that's not normal us. no oh. it's a recent development it's okay it's very parasitic it looks to be harmful to every host it claims so we don't know how it affects us and we haven't found any subjects uh, we wouldn't want to just test it on anyone but if someone is volunteering and we might you tested on me you know, <laughs> oh god we don't have any samples here because of safety reasons we don't know if it could spread and contaminate and yes, those long-lived okay, trees a possibility okay, this might be dangerous but it would make sense for reed mm -hmm. To have picked up samples. Okay, sure. So I'm just gonna take out. Uh, I'm just gonna rummage in my pockets for a bit. I'm gonna take out things and I'm gonna, not not there, not there, not there. And I'm gonna take out and be like, "Well, you need this." What? Torworm's <laughs> eyes just widen and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> we didn't bring him in because it's dangerous. Hey, do we need this thing? <laughs> Put it back there. That's uh. We can look at it later. When we're in a safer environment. Oh and sure, awesome! I can't, I can't. And wait. he's gonna be like, look around to make sure nobody like saw what you did, and he's gonna be like, and don't let Drana see that. She will be furious. Oh, oh shoot! Amber oh. is very annoyed right now. So annoyed with Reed's antics. This is making me like the player like so like. I hate that I'm playing an unbearable character. No, it's not even that you're unbearable. It's that Amber has, like, this preconceived notion of what science should be and all that. And then Aww. you just go and break all of it so he doesn't <laughs> like you very much. Oh, Now well. As you all get closer, Drana eventually shows you into one of the uh, walls. Uh, and she stops and, like leads you inside and there's like this like it's it's not that it's poorly built but it like it's 
you can tell that it's it's not like a top quality hospital, but it's they have some like decent enough equipment and you know there's draperies to make sure that patients are separated and there are a few rooms that lead to different places around here. Anyway, point is it's 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 not the best hospital, but it's not like super shitty. And she'll lead you all to different like treatment beds to sit on and make sure that you're you know all right and if you don't want to be treated then she's not gonna like force force anything i have nothing to be treated so yeah yeah right all of you can reduce a d4 blood stress okay well that's just you both yeah i was about to say like all of us all one (laughs) (laughs) all all of reed reed and all of the mushrooms that she's carrying. <laughs> they, they, they treat they treat every mushroom, <laughs> including the one you're not supposed to have. Little, yeah, little, little the burnt the burnt ones get like ointment. That would taste awful. It oh, would. Oh, don't oh. don't treat your your burnt mushrooms for their burn wounds before eating. <laughs> this has been an echoes of the undercity PSA. Speaking from experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course, we're Swedes. What else are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you're all treated now, and Torworm is getting reprimanded for a very long time by Drana, who is severely annoyed with him. Uh, this doesn't seem to be a one-time thing. It's it's something that has been bugging her for a while, and she seems to be like almost relishing the chance to get all of her frustrations out. And while this is happening, let's see what's up with autumn okay autumn you are walking towards the fields yeah uh which is a several acre long area where they're growing like all kinds of mostly food uh, but there are some like experimental plants there as well that they are um like separated and a bit further away but yeah mostly like small smaller uh, bushes with weird berries on them. Uh, turbo and... raspberries. Yes. <laughs> and you have been asking for Rose Glint, who you eventually walk up to. She's a gnoll woman. She's ha- is like clad in this very practical outfit uh, with a lot of like pouches and uh, bags strapped to her. Nice. And you know you can see herbs and other plants like sticking out of in all the openings of them and she seems to just be carrying them around to do a science you know you could do well with a pair of cargo pants <laughs> reed these are your people uh, she, she's pretty tall for ignol we have a short drow and a tall knoll yeah i don't know how big the height difference between you and her would be but i imagine she's like slightly taller so she looks like down a little bit. Okay. And she says, I uh, could do with that, I think. I'm not entirely sure what a cargo pant is. <laughs> well, it would just make it so you don't have to carry around all these like pouches and satchels. and it, it, They come stitched into the pants. It's, oh, it's, it's pretty revolutionary. Hello, sharks. Jana told me to come find you uh, for supplies. Oh, and she uh, starts opening up like all her bags, like so that you can see what's inside them. Yes, (laughs) basically that. She's like, okay, so, so what? What is it that you want? Well, I was hoping for some some first aid. uh... Oh, and she like immediately closes like. Half the pouches oh and like God. opens it's, up a it's bunch like of. Guess who? Yeah, I was about to say. That. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she just closes all of them and then opens up a few more. And she's like, okay, so these herbs, and she like starts explaining which ones are for treating burns and which ones are for, you know, like putting on wounds to disinfect them and stuff like that. She goes on a, like, I think it takes her maybe fifteen minutes to go through all the different options that you have and mm-hmm. listing their prices, and then she's like, so. What is it that you want? There's a um, particularly dangerous fungus out there, which I'm sure you're aware of. It seems to yes. be eating through creatures, and I'm just worried that one of my compatriots would um, become infected. 
So a rightful worry. <laughs> perhaps a disinfectant. Yes, and she will uh, immediately like sort through and like present a few diff- like enough to make a pretty sizable first aid kit, all like in different pouches to make sure that the herbs are separated from each other and with some tools to help you prepare them for uh, their intended purposes. Now, I don't have much in terms of trade. I I found this knife, however, out in the woods. and She I... will take a look at it and be like, you know, weight in her hand. Well, I could perhaps assemble a slightly lesser healing kit for this. It does look like a good knife. And she, like, looks at the um, S in the handle for a moment and seems to think and then shrugs and like hands it to you like so uh if you have other things to trade we could i could give you this but for this knife oh and she's gonna like rearrange the kit she's pre- like put in front of you and mm-hmm. uh it's like less stellar but not yeah yeah uh i, I do have a question about the knife really quick the s okay. the s on the on the handle is that like the cool s Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's That's the it's, it's not of a tribe in the heart. <laughs> Thank it's, you, it's Jenna. Not the, it's not the coolest. It's not the coolest. I'm sorry. Okay, if it was the coolest, would it be worth more? <laughs> if it if, <laughs> if it was the coolest, it would be a D10 resource. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how okay. things are when Rio makes the world. Okay. Um well, um... Just showing it to people would be a D10 resource. Not even giving yeah, it yes. to them. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, if you give it to them, they you win the game. <laughs> um, yeah, that, it's, a, it's a zenith beat. Oh my god. Yeah. If you give it to them, uh, the heart itself dies. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, well, I, uh, I have this devotional candle. Um, it's not really as practical, but it is um, quite valuable, and I, I I light it to to indicate that it actually burns with a silver mm-hmm. flame. Ooh. Um, okay. And it is, it is a it's blessed by the the moon goddess herself. So, out of game, what what kind of resource is this? It's a D six religion, so it, so it's not as appropriate, but it is of a higher level. So I'm trying to see mm-hmm. like what might pique their interest. I think. I'll give you more for the candles. Knives are good, but we have plenty. It pains me to part with it, but I would much rather have tangible protection rather than faith protection. Yes, we shall trade then. And you will get an equipment. So this is the uh, Rose Glint uh, first aid kit. It's a D6 mend resource. Cool. What's the difference between a resource and an equipment? So a resource is an item that you can trade or use for, like, as fuel for things. Like, you can eat a resource. An equipment is an item that enhances, like, your skills. Like, if you have a kill equipment, you can use that to deal stress with the kill skill. Uh. As opposed to just rolling a d4, which is the basic in case you need to deal stress but don't have an equipment. Or if you have like a delve equipment that's like you know with your bugs. Yeah, they... my bug friends. Yeah. So exactly. is, is this going to be a resource or an equipment? Equipment. Okay. Cool. 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 Because uh, you said both, and I just want to make sure. Yes. Cool. Uh, thank you very much, Rosalind. I appreciate your willingness to help me out. Be safe out there. I will. If you need a place to rest, my uh, uh, my sister drives the inn around here. It's in the jewelry box. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's that's really fun that the jewelry box is so big. That is it, or is it just called the jewelry box? No, it is an actual jewelry box. It's also the bank. Oh, that's oh, great! I'm so happy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. This is the best. <laughs> so now I'm gonna go ahead back and talk to uh, talk to Silver. Time for a scene. All right. Yep. Yay! Uh, before you do, like everyone has been treated. So you're like like heading up the stairs basically when they are told that they can leave the hospital. 
So Torburn will look towards Reed and Amber and be like, so uh, if uh, you two want to see my research, I can... Absolutely, please. Le- yes, please. Lead, the, lead, lead the way. Yes, and he will show you uh, like the way you know you walk through the like overhanging bridge and you um enter a another wall house yeah it's it's a small re- little research lab there's a lot of like you like you see one a table that's just full of notes and papers that he quickly like stashes up into a like a big pile and he pulls out some files on various flora that he has seen in his days and like goes through like chronologically when he wrote which things and what's detailed inside them and it's like, like if you want to read you can read absolutely yes please reads my first and... name so yes uh... <laughs> <laughs> everyone for the listeners everyone in the um zoom call just shook their head <laughs> We really did. That's not true. I actually, I actually did this, which is arguably worse. Yeah, but leave my head in my hand. <laughs> okay, you can see that Torgrim's notes are not as messy as you would expect from his like demeanor. Like these are fairly neat. He might have a good ed- editor. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this podcast. Hey. Shout out. You know, it's it's Frederick. It's Frederick yeah. that it's this and makes yes. him improper. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also the podcast. Yeah, he edits this. <laughs> Thank you, Frederick. Yeah, so um, it's just details about most flora that you have heard of, like that grows around here. It's not so much the things that are from the above world. And judging by how old Torbirm is and how long these go back... He has been down in the heart for a while doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, probably since, since like early teens. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes. How old is he now? He's human, right? Yes. He's in his, he's in his 50s. Wow. Okay. This is... this is a lot of work that he's presenting yeah, to all absolutely, of you. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It, so, okay. Well, I was going to ask as I'm reading, do I see any mentions of like a pit? is what Amber is looking for, but I don't think he'll mm-hmm. get through enough notes to actually look through for that, you know? Mm-hmm. You can ask, like, if you want any specific things, he will try his best and hand you what would be relevant. I was wondering, have you seen any um, deep pits in the time you've been exploring this area? I'll, uh... And he starts, like, mumbling to himself while he picks out a few uh, folders of notes and once he's done with them he's like gathered like 10 folders oh my god things and he's like yeah these are all about deep pits and like slams them down on the table so you can the worst part is i think amber of sun will sit down and just start reading from the start oh my god yeah nerd yep Oh my god, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the shortcut. And what exactly do you want to know, Amber, about the deep, deep pits? I have an inkling that that's something my brother may be involved in, I suppose you could say. By deep pit, you mean like, what? A, it's not a tricky thing, like it's just a deep pit, right? Like a hole, like a, hole, like a big ass hole? Yes, deep? I think there are leaves dead leaves around the edge and the bottom of this pit is not within sight. I don't want to read all of this. So can you just tell me anything any deep pits that you've seen that matches that description? And like ones that might have a human in it? A male human? Around how old are you? 70-ish. Haven't really kept track in a while. That's that's Alfred years, right? Yes. How, how, um, so how old are you in like human equivalents? Well, uh, I guess you could say I would look to be about in my mid-20s. Okay, okay, so... Oh god, I'm 70. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I turn back to Tom and I say, Someone around their... Your bro- How is your brother around your age? I assume so. Someone, some guy around their 20s, a Melfair. Have you seen anything like that? I, uh... No, I don't think so. 
it, do, okay. Do you tend to have a bad memory? No. Okay. In that case, I turn back to Amber. You can read all that if you want, uh, but I'm not gonna bother. So. Um, okay. I'm. I'm on my own journey. So. All right. I'm trying to think of like what would. There's nothing specific Reed would want to know. Like I would just want to know everything. Like. Yeah. Uh, Torrin will like pick out what he thinks are his, like his most interesting discoveries. Right. And hand them to you, and like, ex- like explain a bit about his journeys, tra- like finding these things and the lengths he had to go to make it out alive out of some okay. of these situations. Uh, basically, actually, I one thing you do notice, it's not something in the notes. It's more like there's a lot, like pretty clear lack of uh, things having to do with mushrooms. It seems like it's it's something he almost like tries to avoid interesting oh uh the woman isn't here right the medic woman no she stayed at the hospital area and who else is in this room torvirm you amber and frederick so i'm gonna just pull out the mushrooms again and be like so what about these then oh what are we doing with this yes um come we will uh and he's gonna like go from his like little archive area into the next room, which is basically he drags a curtain aside, and there's like a hastily constructed lab. It does not look safe, but uh, Torbjorn doesn't care. I care even less. <laughs> yeah, Clearly. yeah, it's like beakers that aren't like look like they could topple over if someone just bumps the table the wrong way, and it's it's just it's just poor uh, poor etiquette. Anyway. I'm just gonna be glad because I don't really go to like actual labs a lot, um, mm-hmm. I or ever. I haven't been to one since I was in magic school. Yes, you place the mushroom in like a glass jar, uh, and Torverm will come over with like investigation equipment for like looking at it closer and ask you to, what's it called? You know, one of those. Uh, you know, you you look down and then it magnifies. Oh, microscope. Yeah, yes, a microscope. And he'll ask you if you like see anything about the mushroom that looks weird, which they seem fairly normal. So I don't think you would like. Pro- you probably wouldn't like. He he would look at them himself after that, just to make sure that it's not something he's missing. And he looks like he's. Like almost cringing as he leans down and has to look at the mushroom closer, and then he shakes his head and, oh, yes, this is a mushroom, and this is what's been causing the infections. Oh no, he knows nothing. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, this is a disaster. I'm just gonna say um. I did notice that in your writings, you don't have a lot of things about the mushrooms. Which, um, which concerned me a little bit, since that was, that seemed like the thing that you were trying to research about. And you do take a lot of notes. I mean, I've been here for about a week or a month, I don't know, time. Um, but I already have quite a Quite a few notes about <clears throat> mushrooms, if I do so, so myself. Well, I, uh, it's it's a recent problem, and I <clears throat> don't really like mushrooms. They make me uncomfortable. I see. So you know nothing about this thing. No, I am trying to learn for all of our sakes and f- facing this fear, but it's right tough. Well, I mean, well, we might as well get started then. I mean, we don't have any time to waste. Let's, uh, and he, like, grabs some equipment. And even if he's averse to examining the mushroom, he knows how to give directions for it, you know, from being a researcher. Like, he's been a researcher for at least 40 years. He he knows what he's doing, even if he doesn't enjoy this subject. Okay. So I think this is a good time to make a discern plus 
wild check. I have both of those. I'm doing the check, Ooh. right? Yes, because you're doing the examining. So I think if... What would be the consequences of failure here? Either, like, mind from just sitting here and just studying these mushrooms for a very long time, would, or fortune, maybe? But I think mind makes more sense. I think mind the, makes like... more sense than fortune. Ne my, um, neither yeah. make that much sense, but definitely my, mind makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, like, I think it's like kind of like, you know, getting lost in the research awesome. situation. That's 3d10. I think next time we make our next arc, I'm gonna make a character that has absolutely nothing to do with the description of your campaign, so that it's a change. Yeah, with me. <laughs> oh good, then I can make a character that does have something to do with the campaign. It's yeah. a 4, an 8, and a 1. So an 8. So what you learn is, so you already knew that the mushrooms were hallucinogenic from the silver examination last episode. <laughs> the silver examination. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what you have also learned is that when they like infect a host, it's like they start eating the host, like where they are infect, like oh, okay. you know, grabbing a hold, which I'm not going to describe how you uh, like find that out because that's upsetting. Oh, do I put the mushroom? But on it, me? it's like on. Some creature, just animal? a small test, yeah, okay, yeah, a small it, test animal, okay. yeah. So, so like you aren't hurting anything, but yeah, it's it's unpleasant. Right. Did the, is that watch. the same thing that happened when um silver got it on from the badger on their hand? What what I did was I I intuited that the mushroom made the badger hurt itself, and then I also intuited that if I were to, it would take quite a lot of the mushroom for me to suffer any consequences i see yes so you learn this and actually another question if i amputate the infected part it doesn't continue to spread like it doesn't continue to eat it yeah it it eats like the parts that infect that it has infected already but it doesn't like eat further because you have cut it away from where it was basically like the roots don't doesn't like the roots don't go very deep right so Got to speak it. okay, okay. And before this, can I just say that while everyone leaves, like, Amber of Sun alone, he just sets out all ten folders in front of him and just goes purely by vibe to see which one seems, like, the most relevant to what he's looking for. <laughs> and this is my yeah. way of saying, if there is anything, then please help me DM, but also if there isn't, then don't worry about it. There is sense. Okay. Then he just mm -hmm. keeps looking hopelessly. Purely by vibe. So after the scene at Torworm's house, we move to uh, Silver and Autumn, who are meeting up to because Silver wanted to talk about something, and I really want to see what it is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm curious what I'm gonna get yelled at for. Hmm. Okay, I've been low key thinking about this for two weeks, so. Oh. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. I don't think Silver has moved very far from the original meeting location. I don't think so. Okay, if there's a like a some kind of like nook where there are not a lot of people, you can probably find Silver there. Like within like sight of the place where we split up, but like he's kind of moved to like the edge. He's like doing the wallflowering, basically. Yeah. So the two of you meet up. Mm -hmm. Roughly around what there. What is it you wanted to speak about? <sighs> the stunt you pulled earlier with the trees. What about it? That can't happen if we're okay. I was fine. I'm, I'm a, a ranger. I'm a mercenary. But we are. You yourself chose to pick up not only Amber, who is like moderately useful, but also Reed. And bring them with us as companions. You can't, you can't rush into danger without explanation when you're traveling with people like that. People needed our help. People needed my help. And I, it is my job to protect them. I'm sorry. But that's what I do. Okay. So you're okay with the people who you've sworn to protect getting put into danger as long as you can protect other people? You don't have to follow me into danger. No. I just wanted to get them to escape. That is all. 
I know, but you're, for some reason, Amber follows you and Reed follows you, so you need to take responsibility for that. I don't know why they follow me. Because you said you'd protect them. I said I would protect whoever. It is fortuitous that I saved Torworm and Frederick, is it not? Yes. Yes, it was a good thing, and I'm not saying that we never save people when they need our help, but just rushing in without without talking over it first is not behavior that I can tolerate from someone who's supposed to be my companion. We are a team. You need to tell us these things before you go running after the first distraction that hits your ear in the woods. It's not safe terrain. I'm not worried about safety. I'm worried about getting things done. If if our trip through the woods, when you tried to fight Torworm for, for leadership to, to escort us to a place that you have no idea where it is, I don't think I can trust your leadership on that. I need to be able to make decisions on my own because I can't trust you. I can't trust the rest of us to decide fast enough. Silver does look like chastised, but he like quickly pushed that aside. And he's like, that's not the same thing. I can admit that that was a poor decision on my part, but I didn't put anyone in danger. At most, I caused a 15 minute detour. And you don't think being in that woods and, and getting lost in the woods is putting us in danger? Not to the same extent that running in front of attacking trees and causing Reed to get hurt would. Reed didn't have to follow me. Nobody had to follow me. All I wanted to do was get them out. What do you think is going to happen when you tell someone who needs protection that you're going to protect them? That they also need to be able to protect themselves too. I can't well, do everything. I'm not their mother. No one is asking you to do everything. All I'm saying is that you can't do this alone. And no one is expecting you to protect everyone except apparently you. Because when Amber asked us to escort him, then you said, I'll do it. I don't need payment. Remember? I don't need payment because protecting people is what I do. It's what I need to do for myself. Yes, but you can't protect everyone. I'll do my fucking best. Then you're just going to end up protecting no one. That's how it works. You have to prioritize. This time, it went well. What would you have done if, when you rushed in there and Amber of Sun followed you, he got shot and died? That was a very real possibility. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just used to doing this on my own for a very long time. Oh. I... Oh. Yes, of course I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> don't get so sure. Don't get so sure. <laughs> but I okay. We just can't get bogged down with bureaucracy when things get tough. If I need to rush in, I will. But I will at least tell you before. Thank you. That that's all I that's all I need. That's and I meant what I said. No one is expecting you to protect everyone. I am. Well, maybe you should stop being so hard on yourself. I don't know if it's that easy. You know my stance, at the very least, and I'm, I'm happy to have have your, your agreement. I didn't want to lose you as a traveling companion. I just needed to make sure you understood me on this. I do, and I appreciate you bringing that forward. Let's, just try to move on. Silver nods. Once again, he now looks like, confounded. <laughs> Like, when he's not grumpy anymore, he just kind of looks confused. <laughs> just kind of... <laughs> How do that I feel about this? That was stressful. It was great. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I was... I was, like, low-key scared that we were gonna start <laughs> I was so yeah. ready for that possibility, <laughs> honestly. I was like, when you, when you mentioned, like, oh, you put Reed in danger, I was like, huh, don't bring me into this. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who got, like, tree stabbed. Mm. Our parents are fighting. Yeah, it's, it's all your fault. <laughs> oh. And after that conversation, I think it's time to end this episode. Ooh, episode two. We did it. That was, did that was 
stressful. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to check us out on our social medias, it'll be Echoes with E C H O E S O T U on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a review on iTunes and uh, other places. Where I don't know where you can leave reviews. If Just- you can leave a review. It would mean a lot if you do. Yes. If you're going to pl- leave a bad review, just wait until the podcast gets good and then leave a review. Yeah. <laughs> wait till other people yeah, have done some good reviews <laughs> and then give us a bad review. Hon- honestly, give us a bad review. I don't give a fuck. I will just find you <laughs> and kick your ass. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hi everyone, Jenna here. We're recording this on the last day of February, and that marks the end of Black History Month. We wanted to take a moment to talk about how important it is to support Black creators and elevate Black voices, not just in February, but at all times, and especially within the RPG community. Black people have been fighting for a very long time for visibility and to change the racism and colonialism inherent to many big-name RPGs, and are met with anger, exclusion, and hate. The best thing we can do is to try to point people towards Black voices. Please listen to people like Orion Black, Austin Walker, Critical Bard, and Noir Enigma. Support Black developers like Brandon O'Brien of Neon Robin Bard Games, Misha B of Black Girl Gameworks, and Nicholas Masick of Monkey's Paw Games. Play games by Black creators like Harlem Unbound and Into the Motherlands. Most importantly, take the time to seek out other smaller creators and help them grow. Play their games, share their projects, and if you can, contribute to them. As a show with both a queer cast and audience, we recognize that there would be no pride without black trans women. Thank you for listening, and thank you all for your support of both us and this community.